I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Oh, man. Do we have a fun episode for you today? The Molinator cometh. The terror to all teeth. The horror to halitosis. The reaper of root canals. Uh, well, you know, Dr. Rob Dog. He returns. You know, we've always got a lot to talk about, including movie and TV and gaming reviews and, you know, things we're nerding out on. But here's the thing. We've got a recent shocking maybe not so shocking, actually, Diet Coke study to share and also an interesting correlation between people with high stress, low sleep situations and yeah, troublesome teeth. Let's rock it. It's the real Brian show putting the BS in TRBS. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the real Brian. And I'm Rob Dog. So we drop in the whole drop dog thing now. Drop dog. Yeah, I got a little confusing there. You know, I've always been Rob Dog. That's true. On the radio. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just always like that. I like uh, I like doctor when I'm at work, but here I'm just Rob Dog. I can I can play it down a little bit. <laughs> so my my pride <laughs> does not have to get in the way. Patients come up to you, Rob Dog. That's doctor. Well, Rob yeah, Dog to I you. mean, in 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 the in that setting, I always drop it, you know, and and give them a very stern look. But here, I can be a little more <laughs> humble, I guess, you know. So <laughs> stern look. Uh, no, I'm doctor. You're not. Exactly. Yeah. See, I'm glad that you put people in their place. Uh-huh. Freaking commoners. Oh, peasants. Yeah, peasants. Yeah, muggles. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's good to have you back, man. Yeah. Live in studio. In studio. With our, our the Starbucks. The only way to do it, yeah, that's in true. my opinion. You know, I wish we could get everybody in the studio, but when people live across the entire world, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to do. They're still peasants. Where's the transporter technology? When... In the heck are we actually be able to just beam over to each other's well, houses? Well, you know, Star Trek, they invented cell phones, and That's true. Uh, I'm still waiting on the transport iPads. stuff. Still waiting yeah, on that. We're waiting. Yeah. A little frustrated. Uh, well, and starships, too. I mean, when are we going to get those? I know. I know. We got cell flying phones, cars. but no starships. Back to the Future lied to us, too. Yeah, that's we're, true. We were supposed to have flying cars back in 2015. But, yeah, um, and time travel, too. And hoverboards. Hoverboards. Yeah. Dude, we got oh, screwed. We got totally What the screwed. heck, man? It's a bad day. It's a frustrating time. You know, it's so I mean, funny. We go over to Starbucks and, and nothing's working for me. I wake up, mm-hmm. nothing's working. I mean, everything just isn't working for me. And you and I are chatting about it. And the barista, by the way, she was fantastic, very nice, and just says, how is your day going today? And I'm like, oh, you know, nobody usually asks me how my day is going. Usually they're like, what can I get you? People at Starbucks lately have not been as friendly as they used to be. But this one was. Finally, she was really friendly. And she's like, how is your day going? And I'm like, um... I want to say good, but it's not going well. It's good, but it's not happening for me. So I got myself a hot drink. I wanted hot tea, but they don't really have good hot tea options. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of friendly hot drink places, you know, uh, we have Dutch Brothers here in Colorado. Dutch Brothers, Uh, And I feel like they train their employees to be overly nice, almost uncomfortably nice. Are they like, hey, Rob Dog, how you doing? No, they, they, what do you want to drink? they just ask you all sorts of interpersonal questions as you're just kind of driving up, you know, and they're just like, so how's your day going? Good. Oh, really? What do, what <laughs> What's do, wrong what with do, that? What are you guys doing? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Who's, who's in the back there? Yeah, you what's your date of birth? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Can I have your credit card I'm number? like, okay, what's your social security down. number? Yeah. How old are you? Like yeah. Are you single? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. I've, so they're I, asking I, you those questions. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. it's getting a little personal now. I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah. You know, what's your, what's your body weight? How tall are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm shrinking. Mm-hmm. I'm getting older. You're shrinking. Yeah, I'm getting oh, older. Not. I don't think I'm people feeling shrink. old, dude. You're you're young, man. People don't start shrinking until they're like 80 or something or 90. <laughs> I think it's like not. I you know I've heard people shrink, but I usually don't hear of it shrinking until at least in the 80s, if not 90s. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm still getting taller. I'm sure the uh, I'm the intake now. of diet coke can affect that. 
Oh, I'm going to use that as a oh. segue into something else we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're definitely I'm sure you would shrink me around that. 60 if you had a regular diet of, uh, diet, of Coke. diet Coke. Heck, yeah. you might even die by 60. Who knows? Well, ooh, that is scary, man. <laughs> yeah, we so there's a shocking study we're going to talk about here in a little bit because she I have a friend who could not drink coffee anymore. I hear this a lot. A lot of people, they drink a lot of coffee, you know, when they're younger and then they get to a certain age and all of a sudden it's like the, either the acid reflux or whatever. Like I'm having heart palpitations because of the high dose of prednisone they put me on last year because of all the, that's my theory, by the way, you know, when my back issues happened and they put me on prednisone and it was like way too high. It was like three to 10 times the amount of what it should have been. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to jump out of my skin and I've had heart palps ever since. Well, caffeine does affect that. So I've been going more decaf lately, which sucks. But, you know, you find good decaf and it, you know, doesn't you don't even know the difference. But point being is I understand why some people have to kind of get off coffee a little bit, but they still want a little caffeine or whatever. So I'm I'm hearing the story. Oh, we're going to go to Diet Coke. We're going to drink Diet Coke because it's got the caffeine. And then this new study about Diet Coke just came out. It's not shocking. And they kind of went, oh, I'm not going to drink that anymore. So we're going to share that here in a few minutes because it's it's scary. Let's put it that way. And I know yeah. a lot of diet soda drinkers. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to put it out there to save your lives. Yeah. Hey, what about me? Hey, where'd you come from? What? Uh, who was that? What? What? Who? Wait. Who, who is this? I? This is Captain Influence. Captain Influence. Yeah, Where did I you come so. from? It's supposed to be my segment. <laughs> what what about me? You know what that. are you doing here? Wait a minute. Okay. I'm confused. Should I even be here right now? Yes. I think I just need to leave you guys with a little bit of something and then I'll turn it back over to Rob dog. Wait, you're not going to stick around for the entire episode. No, this is not. I'm, I have the week off. Okay. All right. Well, what, what do you have to share with us? Deep thoughts with captain influence. I'm pretty sure the Chinese are eventually going to take over the world. So I've been pondering, what would I say to them in Mandarin when they come to my house? I think I've settled on, What's up, bitch? I'll probably be shot, though. I've got a special thank you once again for those of you who are jumping in to help out with The Real Brian Show. Thank you so much. Kryptonite, who is now producing this show. He's doing mashups, by the way, at the very end of the show. So, you know, after the music rolls, you know what the music means kind of thing, you know, after all that. And then it goes into a mashup. So if you're not listening that long, you're missing out on some really good stuff, actually. And then, of course, Scarlet Synapse has taken over the blog posts right now. Dude, I love her perspective, man. Oh, my gosh. Like, if you get a chance, go read what she has to say. It's so good. She brings this amazing little encouragement each time. And I'm going, I wish I would have thought of that. But then I'm like, no, I don't wish I would have thought of that because then she wouldn't have anything to write. So it's really, really good stuff. So go check out her blog posts every episode. But thank you to both of you for jumping in and helping out. There's going to be more coming here soon. And thank you again for those of you helping out with Patreon. That is really helping out to you know cover the costs of the show, of course, which is so huge. And if you are interested in that, patreon.com slash real Brian show, go there. And of course, we've got our Facebook group and our Slack group. Get in on the conversations. Those are all in the show notes, by the way. So just go there, check it out. And that, okay, if you want to know what the show notes are, it's really easy. Realbrianshow.com slash 152. That's today's episode. All right. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty exciting. Okay, so it was this, I think this was two weeks ago. I did a shout out to Natalie over at Harbinger Coffee. And uh, she and her friend Cole are going to be coming on the show, hopefully next week. That's our goal. Seriously? Yeah. She's That's like, I want to awesome. come on the show. And he does too. And we're like, yeah, this is going to be great. Well, we got to come up with superhero names. So you've got a week to give us some ideas. I mean, unless we come up with one first, but Captain Influence's idea was Caffeinatrix for Natalie. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Well, I'll have to to, run it by her and see. But uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. So now tell me something. I don't even know how to explain this. Like, are you experimenting with? Are you... Uh, smart light bulbs, man. I mean, what, what is this? Oh, I just want to know what this is. Sorry. They're going to ask me something a little more intimate. <laughs> well, you know, Dutch bros, man. I know. Got to get personal. I know. And intimate. I know. I know. Don't worry, I'm used to it at this point. You yeah. know, I'm like, yeah, sure. I can tell you. I can tell you everything. Do you want to hear it? Tell me about your body fat percentage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been in my spare time. This is personal. Very, very personal. Yeah. Smart, smart light, light bulbs. bulbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 With but color I, options. But I'm a rebel. I didn't go the Philips Hue route, which is like the premium type. Oh, you know? I so went, you went like the Kmart route. Are they even in business anymore? No. Oh, I went slightly above Kmart. Come on. Give me a break. Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Yeah. 
Hey, my mother-in-law works at Walmart. <laughs> I got a 10% off. And I, yeah. used to, I used to remember. <laughs> all right, all right. No, um, in my basement, um, in the little entertainment area. I was oh. like, you know what? We might, let's make things a little more, I don't know, fun. Are these in your recessed lighting? Yeah. Oh. It's super cool. Oh, I so know what you're talking you, yep, about. You need to come over and check it out. And it's really cool. We use some and you can control it from your phone and you Dude. can alter the light. Of course, my, my kids love it. Yeah. Um, can you dim it? Yeah, you, you can dim it. You have presets. There's not as many options with the with the brand that I chose. It was called a Nova Stella. But what's nice is you don't is that the need the dollar a, store brand? Um, a little bit up. It's more like the $22 store. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Actually, on Amazon, I think it's a $25. <laughs> so I could say- Amazon's that. not cheaper? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, um, but compared to the, you know, some of the alternatives and, uh, yeah, I just, I did a lot of research on it. But, yeah, it was a lot yeah. of fun. There's tons Sweet. of them out there now. Yeah. But it's really, really cool. It really helps the atmosphere kind of when you're watching a movie and stuff. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. You can go red lighting yeah. for movies because it's good on the eyes. Mm-hmm. Actually, blue is calming at night. It is. And actually, that's what I did. Um, I watched I, I tested it out. I kind of watched a movie and uh, I dimmed it to like kind of a bluish purple nice. and uh, very, you know, dimmed it pretty low. And it was awesome. It nice. almost kind of almost felt like kind of increased the contrast on the TV. Yeah. And maybe it was just my mind playing tricks, but Dude. it was still really, really cool. It felt very movie theater ish. Now, can you. You've got multiple lights in there. I remember that. Four. Okay. Four so total. can you do, you know, like one side green, one side red at Christmas? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. But what's also cool is you, is, is you can control all four at once if you yeah. want. And that's typically what I do. And, but I mean, uh, you can mix it up for, you know, holidays and stuff. And, oh, yeah. You know, seasons. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Sometimes I'll get my daughter down there and be like, hey, you want to have a dance party? Nice. And I'll turn some music and then I'll do like the rainbow preset. And what, you, so what it does, it goes through all these lights and it oh, flashes them. And dude. she jumps up we we dance it's, it's it's really really fun so. see if there's there's probably one thing that most of you don't know about me is that i actually really really nerd out on lighting really nerd out yeah i love lighting because you know i used to dj and i always wanted you know one of those amazing lighting sets that was well okay i had lights but this was like transitioning between you know those old can bulbs to a lot of the new led and the reason i was transitioning is because led when it first came out was just stupid expensive oh yeah it wasn't even worth buying Mm -hmm. and then i got out of that you know industry and was like eh you know i don't want to dj for parties and weddings anymore you know i want to get back into radio and stuff well then of course it dropped technology is really cool but it wasn't even that i just i love lighting because you know you go into to me lighting will make a break a location you know if you go into someone's home you go in in fact we've been to places where you know, it's a Christmas party and mm-hmm. someone has a real nice home and they have lighting washes all around the house and they'll do different colors or they'll have mm-hmm. those warm wash. And it's like you walk in and you just feel the yeah. atmosphere. And so to me, like lighting is just one of the coolest things ever. And I do that in the, you know, the, the studio here. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, got different lighting. And I want to get more lighting so that when I do video, it's like, you know, you're going to have the different stuff for the seasons and stuff. Oh, yeah. So cool. Super cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I just, you know. No, no, I'm all about lighting. Left. You know, I had that little area and uh, obviously I'm a big on sound too. I know you're a big sound guy. Of oh, course yeah. you're in radio. So it's so funny, but a lot of people don't share my um, enthusiasm for sound. A lot of people don't get it. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you get it? They're like, oh, it all sounds the same. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. If you no, do, if, so if you do surround sound when you're watching a movie, doing a game, whatever, it really makes a big difference. Yes, it does. And combine that with lighting, combine that with seating. I mean, it's just it. It's awesome. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm with you, man. I'm getting there. But uh, it's so funny. You're like, hey, what's the big deal? Just have some speakers in the front. Ugh. No, no, you don't get it. Ugh. And then I'll show them and be like, wow, that was pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, you know, our, our theater here, that's the new stadium. One, uh, uh-huh. Newer. It's a few years old now. But if you go into the big XD screen, you know, it's the mm-hmm. giant three story screen and they've got subs underneath the chairs. Yeah. And so, you know, when they do that whole little thing and it's like your whole chair shakes and it's like, oh, this is so fun. Sound is amazing, dude. Sound is so important. It's so important. So important. We actually watched a quiet place oh, with dude. that sound. Yeah. And guess what? It made all the difference in the world because yeah. that movie literally is all about sound or the yeah. lack thereof. Yeah. And uh, so every sound is so important to hear. And I loved watching it in my little setup there because yeah. it, it literally made all the difference in the world. I wasn't able to see it in theaters. So uh, being able to watch it kind of my quasi theater, yeah. made, it, it was awesome. So, well, movie night. Coming up yep, at your house. My house. Yep. Boom. We're going to have fun. What oh, movie yeah. should we watch? Let us know. Uh, what movie takes yeah. really good advantage of really good sound and not just Michael Bay type sound. <laughs> I'm talking good movie. No, I, <laughs> I you know. know, you, I, know. You, you, I like some of Michael Bay's stuff. You know worry. what? I'm actually a bigger fan of Michael Bay than a lot of people. I know. I, I, I don't like, mind him as much as some. Some people hate him. 
But anyway, yeah, some some good I think movie. it's popular to hate him. But yeah. I like giving filmmakers and actors the benefit of the doubt when they put out a good movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, I don't I don't watch the Oscars anymore and I know that they probably still do this, but I just remember how much of a big deal and I haven't heard anything like this ever since. But and we won't go into this too much because I know you're a huge fan, but Terminator 2. Yeah. You know, one like the best sound design and sound, whatever you call it. Yeah, I think that's film editing, maybe. I mean, well, it was under sound. It. it was an actual sound category. And yeah. I know they still have it. I just haven't heard about it as much lately. But yeah. I remember how big of a deal that was. And I haven't heard anyone really doing no. anything quite so amazing ever since. Well, and that was a long time ago. I also feel like just in general, I mean, there there was actually a big controversy with this year's Oscars, obviously there's other political controversy. I won't get into those, but it was actually a controversy where they were going to, because they're worried about ad revenue mm-hmm. and they were going to put more advertisements, but in order to make time crunch, they were going to have to overlap some of the ads with the actual ceremony. So what, basically what they were going to do was the categories of cinematography and film editing okay. were going to not be basically aired. Mm. which is ridiculous yeah. as if those categories don't matter, you know, which I'm a technical guy. So yeah. I'm actually, I'm more curious of those than seeing best supporting actor or actress, you yeah, know, I'm with you. I'm just, it's just the way it is. And you know, sound as well, but I'm like, you know, film editing and cinematography. I mean, that is the essence of filmmaking. You yeah. can, that can make or break a film. And yet it wasn't, you know, the Academy didn't deem it important enough to air. They'd rather have an ad up. And it was a big controversy because a lot of filmmakers out there yeah. were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, why are you downgrading those people and their efforts? And I was actually offended, even though I don't really care in the end of I the do, Academy. I do find though that they're just kind of reusing old sounds nowadays. They're not coming up with really anything new. And yeah, you and know, that, like the Orville, for example, love that show, right? Well, the doors on the Orville are the doors in Halo on the uh, Covenant ships when the doors open in Halo and it's like, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. that sound, I can't do it, but like it's, it's Halo. Like come up with something new, even though I'm like, okay, cool. Use it. But it would be cool if it was a completely new sound because Star Trek had to invent those doors Mm -hmm. originally. So yeah, you just hear about all those cool, oh, we did this. And so this was funny. Lord of the Rings online. Never played it really. I mean, I played like, I don't know, 15 minutes of it or whatever, but people were talking about it again. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of an old game and talking about, does it really stand up anymore because of how old it is? And then they were talking about sound effects. And then I was like, you know, the one thing that I loved about Lord of the Rings sound wise. Okay. Uh So that's actually more recent than Terminator. Yeah. I do remember them talking about how they did some of the sounds. And for whatever reason, one of the most fascinating sound effects in that movie was the Balrog roar in the minds of Moria. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's not a roar. They were saying they took cinder blocks and they scraped them across concrete and then they enhanced it. And so you, and they wanted to sound metallic and rock because that's what he's made out of. Yeah. But how it's not like a roar, like a animal would do. It's just a, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And yeah. I wonder if I could find a clip of that. Hold on. I mean, isn't that just like the coolest thing ever? Yeah. Cause it's not, I mean, you can, you can hear that cinder block. Yeah. And you know, from here it's like, it doesn't sound like a roar, but when you see it on screen with the Balrog, it fits so beautiful. Yeah. And it sounds like fire as well. Exactly. But they just did such a great job with that. Oh man. I love it. Well, there you go. Foley artists. Very cool people. Oh yeah. Actually, I love watching those guys at work. It's so cool. Mm. Like they have to get so creative. If you don't want a Foley artist, they basically work in a studio and they make sound effects for movies and they have the on screen. They kind of look at it and they, they have to get creative and it's really, really cool. I did a tour of a room once a sound yeah. room for the Foley artists. Yeah. And they basically, it was the coolest thing. You just walk into this room and there's just stuff everywhere. Yeah, just random stuff, you yeah, know, but like, it's all has a purpose and they, yeah. they always find a way to use it, you know, and they just how to make footsteps. There's very creative people. I love yeah. it. It was neat. Good times. So dude, I got to tell you, you know, with this whole kitchen thing, the, the water loss in the kitchen, the insurance, you know, issue, we, we don't have a kitchen anymore and it's interesting. Um, <laughs> so it's been seven weeks. We've been pretty much eating out every meal and you know, it's not good. Like I'm like, shoot, I've gained some weight. I'm like, I don't feel as healthy. I'm like, oh, you know, and I love eating out, but now I'm like, I just need home cooked, please. I just want home cooked. So this is kind of funny. So you, maybe you notice this, maybe you don't, but there are some fantastic restaurants, right? You go to a good restaurant and they've got high quality food. The presentation's great. The seasoning's great, you know, and it's worth the higher price. You go to certain restaurants and you're paying $30 for something and you're just kind of like, this is okay food. I could get 
as mm-hmm. good or better food at like Chipotle, for example. Yeah. And by the way, I know for a fact that Chipotle's sourcing of their food, their meat and their cheese and all of that stuff is a higher quality mm-hmm. than like other quote, nice Mexican restaurants here yeah. in town yeah. that charge you three times as much yeah. for the same thing. And Chipotle is better for you and better tasting. Actually, it's more than three times. You're just like, why not just go to Chipotle or like yeah. pizza rev, right? I'm a huge fan of pizza rev. It's a $10 pizza. It's at least two meals, sometimes three for people two for me, you know, cause you know, I'm a dude, but then you go to like, you're fat. Uh, no, you're fat at heart. <laughs> That's a good Admit one. it. I am too. Hey, I'm I'll- fat at heart. I just have a big, my wife so would be like, get. oh yeah, he, he's a total fatty in there. <laughs> you might not look it, but you're a bean pole, but you're fat at heart. <laughs> exactly. I like that. I love it. So Concert I went food. to a uh, BJ's brew house and got one of their, cause they're like, oh, our pizzas are great. Our pizzas are great. Well, it's yeah. a $30 pizza. Yep. And I think there might've been two and a half to three meals with those pizzas. And I get two meals at pizza rev pizza rev is a $10 pizza. BJ's is a $30 pizza. And I thought pizza revs pizza was significantly better than BJ's significantly. It just, you're just like, everybody has something they're offering. That's the essence of competition. And just, you gotta, but why is it three times as much for something that isn't as good? It depends on the, you know, how much the person who owns it thinks it's worth, but and ultimately we decide the consumer decides how much it's worth. Isn't that interesting though? Yeah, so we've been looking at like food quality versus price. It's very interesting. And by the way, you know, like you go, okay, I want to go to a nice restaurant because uh-huh. I'm tired of eating quote fast food. And then you realize that the food really isn't all that better anyway. So then you're like, well, I'll just go back to the fast food options, you know? Yeah. But dude, I'm so ready, so excited to finally be eating some, you know, healthy foods. We are borrowing my parents' kitchen right now and, <laughs> you know, trying to finally make a few things here and there, but we're still having to go out, you know? But one way or the other, it's amazing the power of good, clean, healthy foods, man. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I've ever really realized it this much until I actually sat down and was like, I can't eat anymore. I can't eat out anymore. I just can't do this. I'm gaining. <laughs> yeah. So all of that to be said, I find this interesting too. We're going to, we're going to tie this together because we got that diet Coke study we brought up, but you and I were having coffee a couple weeks ago and you brought up this thing about, and I didn't even like at first I didn't even catch the correlation but you're just talking about you you see these people who are coming in and they they work, you know, high stress, long hour jobs. They're not getting a lot of sleep. They probably don't have a lot of good self-care in their life. They're eating out a lot because of the the stressful long hour jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their income is, if they're lower, mid, I don't know. But, you know, the point being is you were talking about this and you were saying that they're coming in and they're having a lot of grinding issues yep. or dental problems like bad mm-hmm. teeth, you know, cavities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I asked you, is there a correlation to people who have high stress, long hour days with lack of sleep, lack of self care in their lives? Is there a correlation with that and basically bad teeth in some way or another, whether it be grinding and or, you know, just actual tooth hygiene? Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the interesting things about my field in dentistry is that when they open their mouth, it's almost a gateway into their habits, into their lifestyle, into certain things, whether it's good or bad, you know, mm-hmm. and you can think uh, you, even things as dark as, you know, STDs, you know, yeah. that manifests itself orally sometimes too. Yeah. I typically don't see that in the field that I work with, but maybe a lot of lower income inner city. If I worked in there, yeah, you would see that a little bit more. Okay. But when we're talking about kind of middle class, upper middle class people, oh yeah. And the amount of grinding, the amount of wear in the teeth, and the technical term is bruxism when a person grinds their teeth at night. I see it so frequently um, within the, the working class population, people mm. who work really, really hard, who stress themselves on a regular basis. And mm. that stress can come from wherever, you know, everybody has their own stresses. It's funny because you ask that, be like, look, do you realize you have wear in your teeth? And usually lifestyle habits come up sometimes, but they also sometimes get personal and let you know, yeah. look, I'm going through a divorce. Mm. Look, I had a passing away that, you know, a person close to me, you yeah. know, passed away recently. I mean, it could be a whole host of reasons, just pick and choose, but it's really incredible. But also a lot of it is related. A lot of times people don't. Yeah. And they yet they still have all this wear, this bruxism that they're, you know, and then you're seeing 
And it's actually related to more to type of a sleep disorder, mm-hmm. you know, like sleep apnea. You can have a sleep disorder without having sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is a medical diagnosis. Actually, I can't diagnose that. I have to send them sure. off to get tested and then they get sure. the test results interpreted by a sleep expert and then they get diagnosed usually by an MD. But it's a lot more prevalent than you think. And it's not just yeah. old fat men who have yeah. sleep apnea or sleep disorders. You're actually yeah. seeing a lot more in children. Um, Interesting. And hmm. uh, one of the things I, I remember always seeing in my early career was kids with wear in their teeth and, you know, you know, kids teeth, um, you know, obviously we, we lose them by the time we're a teenager. Hopefully we've pretty much lost all those teeth, but with kids, you see a lot of times you see this wear on their teeth and I, you know, and I've had to say, Oh, look, it's normal. At least that's what I thought originally, but it turns out, you know, kids teeth, they're just not as strong as adult teeth. They don't need to be in there as long. So they wear a lot quicker but kids actually do suffer from types of apnea and types of sleep problems that, and it's becoming more prevalent. And so I've actually gotten in the habit of basically telling parents, look, you know, if this happens, do you hear them grinding at night? Just say, yeah. And you, you can give them a referral to a sleep expert because you'd be surprised how common it is in children. Mm. Just something. So money is not necessarily like income for the, for example, is not necessarily a correlator to bad. I mean, it can be, it but can I mean, be. like, you know, you're, you're talking about people who are even making middle income to oh, yeah. upper income well, that are it, still having these issues. Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, it doesn't, it's not just a stereotype. When we think of sleep apnea, sleep disorders, we tend to kind sure. of st- stereotype like we yeah. do with a lot of things. But uh, again, you can see it in kids. Yep. You can see it in middle-class people who work long hours. You can see it in people who are very successful, but they just have a lot going on. They're very intense people. They're very yeah. active. They're very driven. And yeah, that type of Daily stress that comes along with that does manifest itself orally a lot of times. So the correlation here then is high stress and lack of quality sleep. A lot of times. Yeah. Those are really the two big things. I mean, there's obviously a lot more. And if you you have lack of quality sleep, sleep apnea, you know, basically when you're waking up multiple times during the night leads to lack of quality of life, you know, Um, and it can actually lead to certain things like increased risk of stroke, increased risk of diabetes, increased risk of, I mean, all sorts of other things. It's very, very interesting yeah. how it uh, affects quality of life. You know, it's so funny. I brought up the heart palpitations earlier and I've noticed that the yeah. better quality of sleep I get, like the more sleep, first uh-huh. of all, you know, hours are big, better quality of sleep and lower stress. Yeah. Heart palps are down either to nothing or just once in a while. I mean, they're there. Be- I know they're there because of that prednisone. That's what sparked it. But at the same time, I know that sleep and stress basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it affects it one way. And exercise, too. That's another thing, too. Yes. I'm like, you can't sleep well if you yeah. don't exercise. Yeah. You just can't. Your body's not tired. You know, it, just recently, I've noticed, I was like, man, I just feel stressed. I just feel overwhelmed. I got a lot of things on my mind. And I went out recently and shoveled all the snow that we got. Mm-hmm. And I was out there for probably about 45 minutes because I was just wanting to do a darn good job. I yeah. don't know. I was just, I was, just, I was very motivated yeah. to get everything basically uh, shoveled properly so that, because uh, I'm right in the corner on this lot. So I feel like people see my house first and I feel like I have to do a good job. But I spent out there and I was sweating and I got a great night's sleep and yeah. I felt great the next day. Yeah. And I was like, you know, obviously it wasn't your type of exercise that you 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 might think about, but yeah. hey, I was burning calories, I was getting muscle movement, I was expending energy, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt great the next day. Yeah, and that was just moderate exercise, yeah. you know, even mild, you know, compared to other people. But it just goes to show you, I think that exercise and quality of sleep is completely underrated. Oh, I was I like, well, oh. so true, like. It's like, oh, well, no, everybody knows it's good for you. Yeah, but I don't think you realize how good it is for you, how it affects our quality of life, how it affects our cortisol levels, yeah. which can affect weight loss, metabolic syndrome, you know, diabetes, cardiovascular oh, issues. I mean, everything. it's crazy. It is. It really is. You know, when I was playing basketball regularly, it was the best I've ever felt. Yep. And I haven't been able to recently and it's, I don't feel as good, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's like, I need to get back playing basketball. Yeah. And of course it's been too freaking cold. I, I'm not a cold weather biker. Me, I, I'm not and a cold I love weather biking. exerciser. No, I, it's like, I got to get out and do something. You know, we're in yeah. Colorado. I want to get outside, but it's been so cold the last couple of months. Yeah. And it's like, you know, no thanks. Yeah. But it's like, we're still going to walk. We find ways to walk, at mm-hmm. least walk every day. I'm still doing Pilates, you know, and it's just like, ah, but I want to bike. I want to play basketball. So you're right though. It's amazing. And our dog Delta, our Greyhound. Now, Greyhounds are so chill compared to most breeds, but I can see it in her. So what happens if she doesn't get a morning walk, you know, that's her little routine. If she doesn't get her morning walk, which, you know, when it's negative 10 out or actually it was negative eight a couple times, you know, this last week. She doesn't get a walk. It's too cold. She's a greyhound. She has no body fat, right? So 
forget that. Right. But then she's, then she doesn't sleep as well. And then mm-hmm. she starts looking around and she, she's got these wide eyes and like everything scares her. And oh my gosh, there's something over there that moved. And even though there's nothing over there, yeah. if she gets exercise, she sleeps, she's fine. She's mentally healthy. Now take another dog breed that has a lot more energy. You don't walk your dog. Dr. Spaniel. <laughs> oh gosh. They have, yeah. They have a lot. Uh, if you don't walk your dog regularly, and by the way, they don't walk you, you walk them. Like yeah. they stand by you, yep. they walk by you or behind you, not in front of you. Mm-hmm. If you don't walk your dog next to you or behind you, like 30 minutes a day, no wonder you have a crazy dog. Yep. And everyone's like, why is my dog so crazy? Get out and walk with you them, what, man. It's with, a great excuse. Get some exercise with them. Have some fun. Yeah. Your dog will be happier. You'll be happier. You'll sleep better. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's so true. You know, what's funny is dogs are a lot like young kids. Yeah. You don't get them out. You don't get them exercise. They're, why are my kids so crazy? Yeah. And you know, all I did was keep them in house and give them a bowl of lucky charms. You know, <laughs> what's the big deal? Man, bowl They're of just sugar. bouncing off the walls. I'm yeah. like, get them out, get them exercise. It's remarkable how well they sleep. It's shocking. Actually. Give them a bowl of lucky charms and a diet Coke. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. Healthy way to get the life going. That's yeah, a good yeah, way to start your morning, good, baby. Good, good, good way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got a better way. No. Listen to the real Brian show in the morning. <laughs> That's a good way to start your day. It is. It yeah. Is. Okay. Really so good. let me talk about this diet Coke study. I brought this up with our friend, like I said, who had been drinking diet Coke for the caffeine since she couldn't have coffee, found this study freaked out. Hasn't drink. I don't think she's had any diet Coke since. I'm not sure. But now I know the, you know, the problems with soda. I used to drink soda a lot. I loved soda. Then I was like, you know, there's a lot of junk in here. There's a lot of sugar. I need to stop drinking soda. And everyone's like, yeah, I'm switching over to diet. And for whatever reason, I think it was my cousin. I think she had to do this for college. She had to do a big study on diet sodas. And, you know, of course, I don't know if diet sodas still have this, but the big culprit was aspartame or aspartame, depending on which country you're from. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so she basically. Now, what is aspartame? our listeners it's a sweetener yes it's an artificial sweetener sweetener, Mm -hmm. but she basically did a huge huge study on aspartame and all the Mm -hmm. well at the time that was a culprit but like i said she was also doing some of the other artificial sweeteners and basically talking about how these things literally are just poisons yeah and i mean this was years ago and this scared me and i thought oh my gosh like i i don't want to be around this stuff i don't want to i don't also i don't like diet drinks I don't even like stevia. Stevia has that taste in the background that just bothers me and I just can't do it. So everyone's like, you can't taste it. Trust me. I can taste it. Yeah, you can. Our body knows the difference between artificial sweeteners and sugar. Sure. And even then, okay, stevia, it's not as bad as, you know, those artificial other ones and that's fine. But the reality is, is that this study that came out, of course, people are saying, well, diet sodas are bad, but now they're saying, oh, hey, a brand new study is saying that diet beverages are now linked to high risk of stroke and heart attacks. Mm-hmm. High, not just like, oh, you might. It's a big deal. And it's increasing clot based strokes, heart attacks and early death in a mm-hmm. lot of people. Early death people like that's that's scary. It was a study by the American Heart Association mm-hmm. and the American Stroke Association. Yeah. So that's kind of freaky. But then also here's the other thing. And I hear this a lot from people that have diabetes. I know, unfortunately, I know quite a few people who have diabetes type two mm-hmm. and their doctors have told them to eat sugar-free candy and drink diet sodas instead of full sugar candy, full sugar sodas. Well, that is wrong advice and shame on those doctors mm-hmm. because they're actually killing you guys. Duh. I don't know if they know any better or if they Maybe they're just like, oh, our patients won't have the self-control, so we'll give it to them. I don't know, but holy crap, like that is so bad for these people. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this because you might think, oh yeah, right, Brian. Nope. The American Diabetes Association has done clinical studies on this. Here are the results. At least daily consumption of diet soda was associated with a 36% greater relative risk of incident metabolic syndrome and a 67% greater relative risk of incident type two diabetes compared with non-consumption. So if you have diabetes, diet drinks aren't helping you at all. No. And sugar-free candies aren't helping you. They're actually jacking you up because your body is taking those artificial sweeteners and treating it the exact same as as sugar. Yeah. Your doctors are telling you differently, but that's not true. I mean, the American Diabetes Association is saying right here, it's having the same problem. It's a little different, but it's the same result in the long run. It is different. But the problem is, is, you know, main things with diabetes with sugar is our insulin response, which is the, you know, uh, that's the kicker. Yeah. And 
basically what they're saying is with normal sugar, you know, that activates the insulin response, but artificial wouldn't, well, actually, no, it does. It still activates the insulin response, which prevents us from losing weight. And it yeah. still causes a lot of those same problems that we see with normal sugar drinks. So why are then, I mean, honestly, I'm curious if you know this, especially from a dental field too, but why are doctors telling patients basically who now have type two diabetes that sugar-free candy and diet drinks are okay? You know, I think the vast majority of doctors know that soda really just isn't good for you, whether it's diet or sugary. The, I think part of it comes from a lack of faith in your patient. A lot of these times you see these patients and they're so, they've been drinking it for so long and there's no way that they think this patient will go cold turkey yeah. on, on soda, you know? So they have to give them some sort of alternative that's quote unquote better than the original, but it's not though, is it's, it? It's not. And, yeah. and so Again, I don't know if it comes from ignorance or if it just comes from kind of laziness or just not believing in your patient. But I mean, you know, I see it, uh, you know, because I see it again, it's kind of when you open the mouth, it's a kind of a window into their lifestyle and everything. Yeah. And you can see it. And I, I always say, look, just drink water, you know, yeah. and there's or tea. really or tea and unsweetened, by the way, unsweetened tea. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do, but I feel like once our bodies get used to it, you start craving the good stuff. Yeah. You know, like if you just go, if you do quit soda and you go into water, your body will start craving water mm -hmm. and it's really, really re remarkable and yeah. you will see an immediate difference or tea. Tea is a great, actually my, my mom, she uh, was having the hardest time losing weight. She went from regular soda to diet soda and she was shocked that she was still having weight problems, mm -hmm. you know, was not able to lose weight quickly. And she finally, she got a new job and she's working long hours and she had to drink a lot of tea at work because they didn't have a lot of soda. And she basically went completely off of soda. And guess what? She lost all of that weight wow. when she got off diet soda. Yeah. And she looks great now. She yeah. feels fantastic. Yeah. And she ne she does not touch soda at all now. Yeah. And it's changed her life. And uh, I've, I've seen it firsthand. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really, really, really astounding. Well, and of course, you, whether you hear this or not, I don't know. But this is another thing, too, is, of course, people say, oh, well, there's, there's sugar in soda. Then there's artificial sweeteners in diet sodas. But then there's also sugar in bread, you know, and like yeah. a lot of simple carbs, rice, there are simple sugars in there. And so those, obs those have an effect yeah. milk. It's a low insulin response, but it's a high insulinemic response, which unfortunately still jacks your insulin up. It's very bizarre. So milk's a, a culprit too. It's, a, I mean, just like a lot of things. And I mean, here I am drinking a latte because they didn't have the tea that I wanted, but I don't drink milk often, you know, like I know people that drink it every day and I used to, but for me, it's like my three main go-to drinks are water, tea, coffee, and black coffee, ideally. Or if I have an espresso, it's a little bit of cream and that's it. But those are my go-to drinks. I love it. It's taken me a while to get to a unsweetened tea like desire and also an un, like an basically black coffee. Mm -hmm. and, and I love it now. And it's like, I don't, and now when I drink the sugary drinks, I used to drink Frappuccinos all the time and I drink one now and I don't feel good. <laughs> I know. I feel weird. They, like my brain feels they weird. They mess with you. It's just yeah. it's like, oh, you're just having a sugar crash. But yeah, they really, really, yeah, if you haven't had it in a while, it'll mess yeah. you up. <laughs> but you know, like I love pizza. As I've said a thousand times, I love my pizza and there's a lot of bread in pizza and it's not good for me overall. And so it's like, okay, I got to bring that down. I'm actually coming to a point where because we've had to eat out, it's really, really hard to choose your diet when you're eating out. I mean, really it is. It's, it's honest. I know there are ways to do it and I've been doing more and more salads than I used to, but I'm tired of the salads because they're iceberg lettuce. It has no nutrients. It's like, I want like spinach and you know, arugula and stuff that has yeah. like good flavor and yeah. nutrients in it. And, but I'll tell you, I am like so motivated right now to be like, okay, I have got to get back to eating healthy, clean foods, every meal you know, cutting the sugar, having one cheat day a week, just getting back to, I mean, I keep talking about it, but then we have all these things happen where it's like, we got to eat out. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so hard, I know. but I want to, man. Cause I, I've got to drop weight and Seriously. and I'm not fat. I'm more than I should be. And I know it and I feel it, you know, and some people are like, dude, you're fine. I'm like, no, I, I, I know I need to drop down a little bit. I need to get back into the shape that I was. And, but you know what? whatever, right? Everybody can do whatever they want. They can choose whatever they want. I just saw these studies and I thought this is scary and I want people to know about it because, you know, for those of you who are on the fence about it and you're just like, Ooh, shoot, maybe I should stop doing that. Like it's hurting me. Go for it. And if for those of you who are like, dude, Brian, I don't care. Okay, whatever. But here are a couple things right here. I'm going to go through these very quickly. 19 facts about diet soda. Ooh, 
Okay. First of all, artificial sweeteners have been known to trigger painful headaches. Mm-hmm. So if you're having headaches a lot and you're drinking diet soda, hmm, migraines, there are a lot of people, you know, if you're having chronic migraines, mm-hmm. just look at the kind of what you're eating or drinking throughout the day. Think about maybe cutting some of those out and just see if there's any response. Yeah. It's an easy way to test. And you might be thinking, well, but caffeine helps. Yeah. But it's counteracting with the yeah. artificial stuff. Diet soda can cause breakouts. Ooh, for those of you who care about your face and your skin. Yeah, I remember when they were always saying, mm. you know, it's sugar related. I'm like, well, mm. I'm trying, maybe it doesn't help. But again, let's see. Yeah, diet soda drinkers are likely to be depressed. That is scary. Interesting. So if you're somebody who struggles with that, interesting. Diet soda drinkers have lower bone density. That is very true. It's mm-hmm. the combination of all the junk in there. Yep. That's scary stuff, actually, especially as you get older. Yep. Diet soda could interfere with your natural gut bacteria. That is so true. So, so true. And that this was interesting. So I fully, fully, fully believe in gut health, bacteria health. And now there are doctors coming in and saying, well, well, there's not a lot of studies that are saying that that's true. And, you know, probiotics, you know, I don't, we can't say whether probiotics actually help you or not. If you want to take them, make you feel good, fine. But there's not a lot of evidence out there about that. BS, man. There's a lot out there. It may not be like regulated in your medical, Western medical, you know, sense, but dude, gut bacteria is a big deal and it's a very true thing. So, yeah. I mean, I think when we're talking about su- supplements with probiotics, it's important to know quality because maybe some, oh, sure. some brands might not be as good a quality. You might, be, you might just be throwing your money down the tube. Yeah. So do some research on that, but to downplay the importance of gut bacteria is foolish. It's yeah. very, very closely related to our immunity and just our overall health. Very, so very true. important. Yeah. So true. In fact, you know, the flash Martin, the flash and I, we discovered this at a con. It was at uh, dragon con one year. Yeah. Basically right before I had started taking probiotic pills and he and I were talking about that. Every time you travel, you, as he put it, you know, you get stopped up <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> because you're eating out, you know, you're in a different routine. You're traveling to a different time zone. You know, your body just isn't normal. And, I remember reading something about someone who said this is the most important time to have healthy gut bacteria. And so I started taking probiotics when I would travel and I would start, you know, kind of supplementing with healthy things. And my travels have been like night and day better since Mm -hmm. ever since. So huge, huge deal. All right. Diet soda mixed with alcohol gets you drunker than a sugary cocktail would. Interesting. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I don't either. Okay, drinking diet soda, we already talked about this, increases your risk of metabolic syndrome and diabetes. Uh Uh-huh. Drinking diet soda can interfere with your sense of taste. That sucks. Well, it doesn't taste that good anyway, so. No, but I mean with everything else. I know, I know. Oh, yeah, I I was was trying to make a joke. Sorry. No, okay. it went over your head. um, Smacked me in the face. Bat head. (laughs) Drinking diet soda puts you at high risk for hypertension. Okay. Yep. Drinking too much diet soda could be bad for your kidneys. Well, okay, that's kind of duh. Your brain experiences effects similar to chemical addiction with diet soda. Ooh, yeah, that's not surprising, actually. Drinking diet soda probably won't help you lose weight. You said that, actually. Probably, I would say definitely, definitely. won't help you lose weight. It's definitely not going to help you. Just one diet soda a day boosts your risk of heart attack mm-hmm. significantly. Yeah, we already talked about that, too. Over time, diet soda can cause your skin and muscles to wither. Suck. Fest. <laughs> uh, for those of you um, dealing with pregnancy... Some studies show drinking diet soda causes problems. Uh, a lot of, well, that's, you don't even want to, you don't even deal with that. Yeah. One study found that diet soda drinkers teeth are just as eroded as those of meth addicts. Okay. One study. We're talking to a dentist here. <laughs> just one study. Seriously. You, you know that to be the truth. You know, the, yeah, you know, <sighs> Sorry, I'm kind of going back. Uh, I, you know, I do think sugary Mountain Dew is probably one of the worst things you can ever put in your mouth. Sure. But Diet Mountain Dew probably isn't all that great either. In fact, it's, I know it's terrible. Yeah. The problem is, is that all soda is slightly acidic. It alters the environment in your mouth. It can yeah. erode your teeth. Basically, erosion just means it's removing the minerals from your teeth. So just imagine that when, yeah. you're, when you're drinking any type of soda, especially, uh, you know, a sugarier diet soda, you're you're taking the minerals out of your teeth, sure. which makes them weaker, which makes them more prone to cavities, which uh, causes all sorts of problems. So just think about that. Yep. Okay. But yes, I have seen it. It's quite prevalent. Yeah. Quite shocking sometimes. Too much diet soda can give you brain damage. And aspartame breaks down into other scary sounding chemicals in the body. I love how that's like, you know, 
Uh, it breaks down into methanol, phenylalanine. I can't say these words. Phenylalanine. <laughs> <laughs> Aspartic acid. Those are the three things that it mainly breaks down into, which, by the way, the methanol is then converted into formaldehyde in your body. Oh, wow. That's that's lovely. Well, at least you'll live forever, maybe. Um, or well, where, when you die, you won't need. Yeah, you won't need to be, you'll you know, at least bombed, be embalmed, preserved, right? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, well, good, are, good luck. You're a great looking corpse. Yeah, you know, diet soda raises your risk of stroke. There you go. Those are the 19 things. So I think yeah. we'll get off this now. But I was so, like I said, shocked and yet not so shocked about this study. But I was just kind of like, OK, I know so many diet soda drinkers. And I'm like, do you know this? I mean, I care about you all. Do you know this? That you're, I think you're poisoning yourselves. But, you know, again, if you care, great. And if you don't, well, OK. Yeah, I had to say my thing. So, OK, I want to bring up a couple shows really quickly because this has been going on in the, in the Facebook group a little bit, the discussion about this. First of all, finished manifest season one. I loved it. One of our friends, Troy Heinrichs, who's been on the show long time ago was like, I couldn't get through, you know, the first half of the season was too slow and lame. And I'm like, lame. It's like, this was a great show. This just goes back to, we all have different, you know, interests and things and everything else. So, you know, Troy, you may not like it. I don't know. I loved the whole season. It definitely was slow going the first half of the season. And then it really started to pick up after their little Christmas break. And it really started to get into some good stuff. Now, Beatrice, AKA Miss Ice, depending on which personality she's in, had said that it's the show that says a lot without saying a lot kind of thing. Like they're giving you a lot of background detail, but they're not solving the mystery yet, which I love that personally. Some people may not love that. It is slower. There is a lot of backstory drama, basically, which I didn't mind it. Some of it was a little annoying, but I didn't mind it because it really sets you up for caring about the characters in a way that was really important towards the end of the season. So I loved it and I sure hope it gets renewed because if they leave us hanging on that and it gets canceled, we are so not having a good day. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. Now, others are saying, hey, what did you think about Umbrella Academy? That's on Netflix right now. What did you think about Doom Patrol? That's currently airing right now. It's the new Berlanti DC show. I love Doom Patrol. Uh, I know Martin the Flash said it looks stupid and cheesy. Well, yeah, it is a little cheesy. It's got, you know, Wash from Firefly. He's narrating it in a really hilariously cheesy way, but it's really creative. Very interesting. I love it. I've only seen the first two episodes, but I think it's fantastic. Actually, it. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I've only seen two episodes. Umbrella Academy started slow. I was kind of like, I don't know. And then our friend Chris said, no, no, keep watching. It's really good. Little backstory on Umbrella Academy. Lead singer of My Chemical Romance wrote the comic book for Umbrella Academy. It was a Dark Horse comic. This is the Netflix adaptation of it. Hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'll keep going. And I'm on, uh, I don't know. This is the only thing I've been watching right now, though. I'm on episode eight, and it really does get better. It's a very weird show, though, in so many weird ways. But I'm, I'm assuming this is how the comic's written. But there are some interesting moments where I'm like, what is going on? You know, or like that is a weird way of doing it. And then other ones where I'm like, this is brilliant. So it's fascinating. It draws you in. The The storytelling is good. Character development's really good. And it's bizarre at the same time. I don't know, but it's worth watching for sure. So there you go. Now, I saw Happy Death Day to you. That's the second Happy Death Day movie that's just in the theaters. Our friend Furioso was like, you got to see the first one. It's really good. So I went and watched the first one and it's supposed to be like a Groundhog Day meets horror slasher meets suspense thriller. And that's pretty much what the first one was. And I loved it. It was good because I'm not a big horror film fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, It really was not that scary. There are moments where you kind of jump in a little tense moments in the first one, but it really wasn't scary or anything like that. Is Is it like a gory horror? No, not at all. No, no. I mean, like I'll give this much away. There's there's stab scenes, but that's it. So nothing, nothing beyond that. And even then it's really not graphic or anything. Interesting. It's very groundhog day ish. It's really funny at times. And it's also really interesting at times. The second one went and saw that in the theater. I liked it better than the first one. It was so cool. That's rare. Definitely much less of a horror. Definitely. I mean, it was a little suspenseful at times, but it was more of like a sci-fi groundhog day back to the future type of movie, (laughs) which I'm like, this is so cool. (laughs) So all I got to say is super underrated movies. It's not Oscar award winning material by any means. You're not going to go in there and be like, oh my gosh, this was like, oh, it was hard because you because you know that, you know, we all just want to watch movies that were steel magnolias. Yeah, over and over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, man, 
it has to be nominated for an Academy Award for it to be good, right? Uh, that's what I'm told. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll say this much. The thing that I loved about both Happy Death Day movies is that they were not blockbuster films. And so as a result, oh, by the way, they weren't reboots. They weren't sequels. They weren't prequels. It was completely creative, completely like, let's just do something for fun. You could tell the people that created the movie were like, I don't care if we win awards. I don't care if we're rated. We're just going to do what we want. And it showed Mm -hmm. it was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I was so pleasantly surprised by both those movies. And like, cause you know, expectations weren't high. It wasn't all marketed like crazy. Mm -hmm. It's not all about, let's see how many explosions and how much graphical it was just like, just do it. Tell a story. It was so much fun. So I love both those movies. Fantastic. I don't know anyone that's hated them yet, but I don't know a lot of people that knew about these movies either. So check them out. Worth watching. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to do that. I think you would like them for sure. I probably would. Yeah. Cause you know, you like the, what is it? Tucker and Dale against what are the yeah. against evil or whatever. I've never T- even seen that whole T- thing yet. Tucker and Dale versus evil. Yeah. It is absolutely hilarious. Again, I heard it through the grapevine, not one of these Academy award winning movies, but that's a good thing in my opinion. Cause yeah. it, like you said, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It takes the genre and, and just completely flips it on its head. And it is Awesome. And it has, um, it's like horror suspense comedy. What's, what's his name from Firefly? The, the redheaded Wa- guy wash wash. Yeah. 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 He's, he's in it. He plays a hick and yeah. uh, a redneck and it is so funny. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I love it. It's, it's definitely more of a horror film, but then it's trying not to be, which is what makes it so funny. Yeah. And, uh, I love it. Yeah. It's good. I need to watch that then. So yeah, this one you'll love too. Cool. All right. Now I've been playing apex legends. The game you, you were asking about this, you know, you're like, should I download it? And should we play together? And I'm like, you know, it's interesting because Furioso and I've been playing and a couple of the game night guys have been playing this. It is the battle Royale. It's kind of the new thing. People have gone from Fortnite and PUBG over here to apex legends. It's an interesting game. It's, it's getting a lot of buzz. Yeah. So tell and me about it now. Granted, I am not, this is my first battle Royale experience. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of the, especially the younger generation. And I mean, by younger, we're talking like teenagers, kids mm-hmm. and teenagers, especially are playing battle Royale. Yeah. Like it's the only thing that they're playing for the most part. At least that's what I hear. So I'm not into that craze because one, I love variety Two, you know, these games get old for me after a while. It's the same thing. Like to me, it's brain damage after a while because I don't like doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. I'm also since having no experience, I'm not as good as some of these guys. And so you get dropped in and you just get killed constantly faster than you can even learn. So that's frustrating for me, mm-hmm. but it's because I've never, I, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, now granted you put me back in overwatch. I'm good, man. I can win rounds. I can take people out. That's different though. It's a say you're still first person, but it's a different kind of game. Well, the, the pacing is entirely different. You know, I would say that the actual, you know, when you're actually like moving and fighting and stuff, I would say that the pacing on this game and overwatch is very similar. Mm-hmm. as far as but in this game you can headshot versus in you know overwatch you can't well i'm i'm saying it's more how the uh the gameplay is kind of structured or the the rounds are structured you know again yeah. with battle royale you all get parachuted in it's very easy to get killed yep but with overwatch uh i you know rounds just move a lot faster is that correct no i no that's the thing i wouldn't say that really yeah it depends okay because you know for example in apex legends you can survive for 20 30 minutes if you stay if you like parachute into a zone that doesn't have Mm -hmm. a lot of people in it and you go around and you collect all your gear and you get geared up and you you kind of wait and let all the other squads like thin themselves out and then you go up against the last few Mm -hmm. you can survive a lot longer you jump into a hot zone you're dead within five (laughs) seconds you know because and and here's the thing though here's the thing and and that's part of the fun though is you don't know where you're gonna get parachuted into no you can choose Oh, you can. Yep. Okay. So it's so one I, map. I, I know nothing apparently. Well, that's I'm what I'm just- saying. I've never played these before <laughs> either. So, you know, it's like, oh, I got to try it out. It's one map and granted it's free to play. Um, mm-hmm. They are starting to get a little greedy with the, uh, well, it's a pay to play model. Eh, I know. And, and here's the thing with, with over, well, I mean, you, you do pay for overwatch. So that's interesting. It's, you know, it's a one time mm-hmm. you don't pay for this. And I know the free to play models really are about like suck. They, they suck you dry little yeah. transactions at a time kind of thing. But they'll give you a what they call loot box, basically, every time you level until you hit level 20 and then it's every other level. And then I guess once you hit 100, you don't get any more loot boxes. So, you mm-hmm. you know, you got to pay for those. And oh, here's the other thing, too. So I think it's ten dollars per transaction is the cheapest you can get, I think is what it is. And you get a thousand of these coin things or whatever you use or shards or whatever they are. But in order to buy something, it's eleven hundred. 
So you actually have to spend $20 because they're in $10 increments in order to get any loot box at all, mm-hmm. which is that's greedy. I don't like that. So that's one thing that I'm not a big fan of when it comes to Apex. The other thing is the only reason they have it in there is because some people are willing to pay it. Of course. And honestly, it's all cosmetic. So in that case, I honestly don't care because it doesn't affect your gameplay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you better. It just makes you look better. And even then, who cares? You're dead before anybody can see you. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to spend any money on this corpse. game. I mean, we've well, already touched on that. Before, we already right? touched on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Diet soda and, and you know, Same thing. loot boxes. So yeah. my, my thing is I'm never going to spend money on this game because it's not worth it to me. But some, like you said, some people will. Matchmaking in this game is a serious problem. In Overwatch, I get it. They struggle because they're based on they're trying to match make you based on level. But if you've got a squad in Overwatch and you've got somebody that's a level 200 or 300 and then other people who are level 20, mm-hmm. they're going to match you with your two and 300 levels. And so the 20 people are going to die. So that's hard. But for the most part, Overwatch and Blizzard has done a really, really good job with matchmaking, putting you up against pretty relatively close skill style, which mm-hmm. makes the game fun in this game. I don't even think they're trying because here I am like this level 12 going up with with, by the way, like three kills. And by the way, getting a kill in this game is really hard unless you are already an extremely good player at Battle Royale, in which case, you know, it's probably not that hard for you. But for those of you trying to learn this, I've got three kills. That's it. Well, we're getting matched up against guys that have thousands of kills and you're going seriously. This isn't even fair. Like basically what happens? You go in. Boom, you're dead. I don't even know what hit me. I mean, I as or here's the other thing. Granted, I know aiming is a big deal and I'm actually pretty good at aiming, but when it's stressful, these people are jumping around a lot too. So it's hard to aim when people are jumping around and that's part of the strategy, but I can sit there and unload clips on people and they don't go down and they'll get one shot on me and I go down and I'm going, what's the secret here? Are they using a specific gun? That's better than the mm-hmm. one I'm using. I don't know. I don't know what these guns do. There's no training really to be yeah. honest. I mean, there's a little bit, but it's a pretty cursory training thing. And also it's like, you can't get better. You don't have time to try out your guns. Does this gun work better than the other one? Well, no, you're dead before you get a chance to try it. So I'm a little frustrated by the matchmaking. If they were to put all of us, you know, in a map where everybody's pretty, you know, close to the same level, I think it would be a lot easier. Oh, you know what? Okay. That gun didn't work. I could try this, but you know, you have survivability a little easier and you can, Mm -hmm. you know, to me, I want to learn in a game. I want to improve and I want it to be a fair matchup so that I have, you know, you have a good game. It's like when I play basketball, I want the games to be close because it makes the game more fun. It allows you to improve. You can find out what your mistakes are so you can do better next time. But when you're just getting blown out in a basketball game because like the teams are so lopsided or in this game, you don't learn anything. It gets demoralizing and then you just go, this isn't even fun anymore. And so your people are just going to quit. So I don't know, man. I got to be honest, like the game is fun, but they've got a lot of work to do to fix it, in my opinion. Well, it's one of those online only games, so yep. uh, they're going to be a constant updates, just like most games nowadays. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. It was I'm, funny. Though, I'm so interested in it. You know, it's funny. We're talking about like big online games and, you know, I was thinking of land parties because it's just a close term to my heart. And all Those you special, all man. you youngins are like land parties. What are you talking about? That's when people actually get together in person. Yeah. And you yeah. got to chuck like your face to face. Over. But I always remembered <laughs> an unreal <laughs> literal. <face-to-face. Yeah. laughs> I always remembered uh unreal tournament. Very, very different pacing than these battle royales. You know, it's all. Oh, yeah. Deathmatch or team deathmatch. But gosh, those are so much fun. You learn from those, though. You learn very quickly. Yeah. But, oh, man. And, I mean, it didn't even matter if you sucked at all. I was, I still had so much fun because yeah. it was just chaos. Yeah. You know, and you had Quake 3. You had all those just crazy, fast-paced, old-school shooters. And they were just... That's still kind of what Overwatch is. Yeah. And I, I liked it. But, again, it appeals to that. And I think that's why Overwatch was so successful is it brought something old new you know and uh it has a lot of has a little bit of retro in there even if it's just kind of subtle but it's got a lot of um you know cool things that make it feel like new again but see they've they've done a great job with that and going back to overwatch that's a game where you know when i first played i was terrible you know but it was a game that allowed me to improve because the matching was again on my level so it's like okay i can get and i'm now i'm good with the game yeah 
but with this and encourage you to come back to it. Yeah. And I enjoyed cause it's like, okay, I can get a win once in a while and you know, yeah. okay, maybe I was bad this one or whatever. But when you're getting matched up against people who are, you know, a hundred times better than you, it's like you have no chance in improving. And by the way, it was funny because a couple people have gotten on the forums and said, can you please fix the matching? Like we cannot improve mm-hmm. because we're not lasting long enough. And then, of course, all the other guys are coming in and saying, you know, oh, you suck, you know, a bunch of noobs. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, just just get better at it. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, I, I would love to take on some of these really good gamers who suck at basketball put them on the court with me and I just literally like stuff and block every shot and be like, dude, you suck it better. That doesn't help them, right? Like you got to help them. You got to understand why I'm blocking them all the time. You get, you know what I mean? So it's just attitudes. People have good attitudes on this. Okay. One positive thing. This was my one shining moment in this game. Every other moment has been a very dark cloud of regret and pain and suffering. Tell me, but I had one shining moment. So we were playing with a friend and he went down. So what happens is if you get shot, you go down where you're quote bleeding out. Some of you are thinking like, this is disturbing, Brian. This is so disturbing before you actually like, you know, fully take him out. Yeah, he's down. Well, so he's down and you're supposed to go up and revive your teammate, you know, but I'm thinking like, I got to go after this guy that took him down, man. I mean, I, I got to get justice on this dude. All I have is a pistol. It was a light round pistol. So probably a, you know, I don't know, something small. I ran a, after this a 22, guy. Uh, probably. Yeah. I don't know. 38 special. Uh, no, probably a 22. Or, actually, I'm yeah. thinking like, I don't even know, but let's <laughs> with that. So I, I go crazy. I start running after this guy, just like unloading clips on his head. And I took him down and this guy's like, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, well, that's like me with the katana and left for dead. It's like, you know, just go after him and just go uh, crazy. Left so for dead. Where is left moments. for dead three? Where is it? Yes. Cause I left know for dead two I'm is probably dated, preaching man. to the choir here because yeah. whenever it comes to threes, valve yeah. has issues, you know, half-life yeah. three. You know, we've been asking that for a while. I'm yep. just, I'm going to stop beating that dead horse. Uh, but left for dead three. It's vermintide. That's left for dead three. Yeah. It's not as good. Actually, yes, it is. It's better. No, it's Vermintide not. one and two are better. No, it's not. Yeah, they are. I, I, I disagree. Yeah, here's why. Something, why? Because you get to customize your weapons and have fun with it and you get to armor up and become the better. The thing about Left 4 Dead is you didn't need to customize your weapons. It was I perfect know. the way it was. I know. I loved Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. Well, one I mean, was okay. Two was great. Left 4 Dead 2 was basically just Left 4 Dead 1 with an expansion. And you don't really need to buy or play the first one anymore because they've yeah. integrated all the stuff from the first one into the second one. So it's perfect. Uh, there are still people out there be like, no, Left 4 Dead 1, that's that's the only way to play it. And that's their opinion. I don't really care. I you know, know because know. again, it's video games. It's all mostly subjective. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Most of the time. Yep. Well, it's like with Guild Wars 1 and 2. I keep bringing up Guild Wars. There are Guild Wars 1 hard uh-huh. horrors who are like, and I just made up a word there. They're like, Guild Wars 2 sucks. I'm not playing that. Yeah. Guild Wars 1 with the best. Well, to be fair, the first 80 levels of story, which goes pretty quick now, by the yeah. way, it was okay. It's after level 80 where the story, oh my gosh. Yeah. In fact, zero to 80 storyline is terrible in comparison to the end game. Hmm. Well, not end game. It's still going, but like the, the later game. So I get that. If people only played it in the beginning, then of course, yeah, well, Guild Wars 1 is better. Sure. Okay. But yeah, everybody, it's, it's, it's subjective. It's subjective. I'm not... So far, a big fan of Battle Royale. <laughs> it's still, I still, it still but, makes you mad though. I can see it. No, it hey, doesn't. Speaking of I'm making okay you happy. That. Yeah. Guess what? I just started playing Uh-oh. and I'm really excited and you're going to love it. Qbert. Um, Frogger. Super Mario Brothers. The first one. I don't know. Yeah. What, <laughs> have you ever played that? Of course I have. Nah. Yeah. We got emulators. We can still play those. <laughs> yeah. What? So what are you playing? Alien Isolation. Finally. Yeah. It it just got released on Game Pass. So I don't have that much time with two kiddos and career and everything. But I do. Again, I got my setup. I got my 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 bulbs. You know, I can dim the lights low. I can have my surround sound and sound when it comes to alien isolation. Any type of alien movie is so important. And so I just started. I haven't encountered the alien yet, but I've gotten through kind of the intro and it's getting it's it's a slow burn. But again, like any good alien franchise especially the first one there's always a slow burn it always gets itself going you get atmosphere and then it kind of you know kick, kick in the butt pretty quick here. i want to come over and watch you play like it's such a fun game well, see, to watch I, but man. i'm i'm uh, i'm a little scared to play yeah. i don't know if i should be you you should be yeah yeah pretty terrifying turn your lights green 
Is is it frustrating though? Because I know I'm going to die. No. Is it? Do it's you, not frustrating at all. Do you do you go back to a, a fairly recent you know um, save point at all? Yeah. So know? the save points, you, you see yeah. those, right? Yeah. Where you put your when you heard that, you know, sound effect. Save. Always save. Never ever like get to the save point before anything else if you can. Okay. Because you will die multiple times in that game. Which, you know, that's pretty ironic that it's like, oh, well, you know, I have a save point, whatever, whatever. Turn your lights green. Trust me, because it's like going to have that green glow because yeah. most of the ship has that. So it will be the oh, right atmosphere. That's a very good idea. Yeah. Turn yeah, yeah, your yeah. sound up. Turn your lights down really low, though. Yep, yep. And play at night. Yeah. You will be scared to death. Oh, and go. So uh, Bad Kitty recommends playing on whatever the most realistic mode is. It's like, the hardest yeah, it's one. like nightmare difficulty or whatever. It's I'm not so sure. hard. I know. I bet it is. It's very stressful. And yeah. so that's the you point. Know, if you need to lower it, it's okay. It sounds like a YouTube streamer's dream. It is. Know? Oh, because it is. It's just, you know, it's one of those few games. I think you can really watch someone and have just as much fun oh, as playing. Sure. It. So like that's what I'm saying. I would love to come watch it because that game is so amazing. Well, hey, come over. I'll tell you I this. I don't see you coming over. I don't see you making the effort. Well, okay, let's do it. We'll come over and we'll, yeah, we'll play. It'll right. be fun. You will be scared. It is a great <laughs> game. And I, you know, what we need to do. We need to bring Andrea back on. Yeah, we do. Sassy Octopus. I can't even say it now. Sassy Octopus. Yeah. She voiced Ripley. So Amanda Ripley, that is. Yeah. Which is our our friend. I I love the Alien franchise. It hasn't been treated very well recently, in my opinion. But I love love the the heart of this, you know, of of the movie franchise. And I feel like this game is doing it justice. And that makes me very happy because that alone makes me want to kind of play because it's related to a character that I've already grown accustomed to as far as ripley is concerned and so i think it's really really cool how they tied that in and i'm very excited to see where it goes yeah you will love it it is a fan it's honestly still to this day one of my favorite games i've ever played and i have not even come close to finding a game that good sense yeah i tried it was playing- so funny because it got now, i wouldn't say mixed reviews when it came out but i feel like a lot of people didn't know how to take it but if no. you if you look at the user reviews on it people are i mean they rave about it just like you they said it's become a very special game i think it's improved with age which is you don't see that in the gaming community very often where a game kind of it gets a reputation as getting better and better because it offers something unique yeah. versus everything else on the on the market at the time. Yeah. You know? So I think it's really cool. I'm really excited to Good. continue playing. It was underrated. I agree. It's it's fantastic. So enjoy it. Well, I think it's time to go, man. Oh, man. I know there's so much to do, but so much to talk about. I got more to talk about next week. And, and hopefully, I, I believe we will have our, our friend Natalie and, and, and Cole friends plural joining us we'll see i think that's it you know i, I just want to keep talking but we got to go man yeah i gotta go and I, i'm hungry i don't know about you but you know what the music means thanks for being on man hey always a pleasure always good to have you here always a pleasure i appreciate it and i like being in the studio it's the best man anytime we can do this and you know have good drinks and have mm-hmm. fun and hang out and have a good time things that aren't diet coke right yes exactly or coke really in general healthier things yeah tea coffee yeah All right, well, realbryanshow.com. Please read the blog post. Links are in there. Have an amazing week, and thank you so much for joining us. See you next week, and The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com. Greyhounds are so chill. And, you know, all I did was keep them in house and give them a bowl of Lucky Charms, you know. <laughs> I don't know anyone that's hated them yet. A lot of times people don't. I hear this a lot from people. These things literally are just poisons. It's hard to do, but I feel like once our bodies get used to it, you start craving the good stuff. So if you're somebody who struggles with that, this is the most important time to have healthy gut bacteria it can interfere with your sense of taste. So do some research on that. I think it's fantastic, actually, depending on which personality she's in. It's getting a lot of buzz. I'll say this much. There are some fantastic restaurants. Cubert. Alien Isolation. Frogger. Why don't you get it? It's Halo. But it's really, really cool. Are they even in business anymore? It's becoming more prevalent. Why not just go to Chipotle? They're worried about ad revenue. Mm-hmm. Well, that's greedy. A lot of times, yeah. That doesn't help them. You're fat at heart. <laughs> Significantly. Because, yeah. you know, I'm a dude. Just in general. Every other moment has been a very dark cloud of regret and pain and suffering. And I haven't heard anything like this ever since. Hey, what about me? Because it's not a roar. I mean, come on. What is going on? They're going to ask me something a little more intimate. You don't even know the difference. Almost uncomfortably nice. Well, it's good, but it's not happening for me. Again, like any good alien, in my opinion, it's so important. Hey, Rob Dog. How you doing? I'm going to stop beating that dead horse. I know there's so much to do, but I think it's time to go, man. Oh, man. This is so disgusting.